Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another edition of Face to Face here on eCardingNews.com. My name is Rob Houghton. That is David Cole. I'm in Cambridge, Ontario, Canada. Get it right, Cole. I was pointing at myself. Oh, all right. Cole's <laughs> down in in uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan. And this is episode actually number 13. We kind of transitioned out of all the interviews I was doing on our EK and Instagram feed. We weren't able to save those anywhere. It was tough to save them. It was We had an app I was working on. Um, this is a lot easier. Of course, these get saved to, to Facebook. We then save them as well to YouTube. And then we play them uh, as well on the EK and radio network. So a, a lot of, of different opportunities to be able to get this content out to everybody. Uh, hope you're and all well. download them as podcasts. And then you can download as a podcast as well. Yeah, yeah true enough. Yeah, yeah true enough. Uh, people start to sign in. Awesome. Uh, it is, what, June the 5th now? We're into another month here. Uh, closing in on, uh, I guess, the almost the end of the third month, right? Is that right? Uh, essentially yeah. week 12. I believe this is week 12 of the uh, of the pandemic. Uh, ever since we left, you left St. Petersburg. I yeah. left New Orleans. Uh, that was what, March 13th. So, uh, yeah, we're getting get essentially at the three-month mark, uh, you know, when we get to next week. Uh, yeah, it's it's been a long, but, you know, again, as we, as we hoped from the beginning, it was going to be a gradual return back to uh, what we hope is going to be the – a normal a normal life and we're slowly getting there you know my state of michigan is starting to open up slowly but surely um, other states have opened up much quicker and much uh wider than uh, than other states have but yep again we've just kind of been monitoring everybody and and everything and and keep trying to keep everybody updated as much and we're seeing a lot more racing going on that's the we great are. thing we're my seeing goodness. a lot a lot of club racing and there's gonna there's a lot of regionals that are getting started up as well too yeah, that's one of the things David's been doing. If you guys go to the website, we're putting it out essentially on social media every couple of days. We've been, we have a, a document on eCardi News that uh, we're getting updates from tracks, and people are actually getting really more aggressive, uh, uh, more forward, sending stuff to us, sending us updates, which is awesome. So you can go to that that article on eCardi News, and we see all the tracks we've got updates on, when they're planning to open, if they're already open, and we try to give some kind of insight into what they're doing in terms of safety with the social distancing, whatever it may be. We try to give you a little bit of information there as well. But yeah, as David said, there's uh, they're racing all over the place. Uh, a couple of weekends ago, they were road racing up in the Pacific Northwest. We know they've been racing uh, at PKRA in Phoenix for the, the last couple of weeks. The same goes with Newcastle Motorsports Park. It's starting to open up as well. We've seen drivers on the track in Whiteland. Uh, they've been rolling in Texas. That's one of the things we'll be talking about here today. Uh, David, just good to see all the regional series are kind of rescheduling. We do a lot of that, a lot of updating on that as well, on who's rescheduling, what everybody's doing. But uh, yeah, we're seeing people go racing around the country, which is awesome for the uh, for the industry right now because we needed to get some money rolling back through the industry. Yeah, that's the biggest thing is, is actual racing because we you can only test for so many times and and yeah, if you get hundreds of lap in, it, it's good, but but you need that competitive competitive spirit that yeah. that uh that competitive edge to kind of keep you keep you in check and what's going on and the great thing is it's it's influxing we're going to talk to uh, dj ortiz out at north texas carters uh it's influxing numbers at the club level i think yeah. and we're seeing you know nola motorsports park getting bigger numbers at their club races because people are racing down there you know obviously indiana is getting big numbers gopro motorplex always big numbers there but some of the smaller clubs badger car clubs stuff like that all these different tracks uh, that that aren't used to seeing these big numbers are actually getting the big numbers. So it's it's a good thing for for the uh, for the base of our karting pyramid. And did we not talk about that? Did we not say that when things got rolling, it wasn't going to be the big national series, it wasn't going to be the big regional series. It was going to be those club races that were going, and we were hoping that some of the top pro drivers would come out to the clubs, help out a little bit, maybe do some racing, but maybe wrench with some guys, do some coaching. Have the big national level guys kind of help out the people in the club level, which I think has been awesome. Well, we always knew it was going to be that way because it was going to be easier for for travel to go to these club events rather than some country to an event. Because again, we're still we're still dealing with travel issues. You know, not everybody wants to go flying. Not everybody yep. wants to go uh, state to state because different states have different uh, guidances and. And so, yeah, we always knew club, the club level was going to be big because again, it, it started at a period where, especially for us here in the North, we haven't been racing yet. So yeah, now the, right. the, just the aspect of, of going back to racing, I think gets people amped up. People have been sitting in their house for 12 weeks. They want to go do something and racing is kind of the, the perfect social distancing activity that you could possibly have because you're outdoors, you're keeping your, your paddocks spaced out from yep. everybody else. And, 
and you still get that interaction of work, of talking and, and seeing other people rather than your family that you've been stuck with for 12 weeks. <laughs> hey, uh, shout out to Chris McCoy. He just put up a, a, a comment there that endurance karting is racing at 103rd Street Sports Complex in Jacksonville on June the 27th. So good to see the guys from Endurance Karting uh, get rolling again. They do a couple of 24-hour races as well, 12-hour races. So good to see them back on board down in Jacksonville. They were actually uh, just on the uh, Charlotte Motor Speedway track doing some testing uh, this week. Yes, uh, they finally put some new carts out on the racetrack, new pavement. Uh, Endurance Karting was one of them that was there. They had, I believe, Mike Geeson, Caleb Gaffar, and another uh carter in in regular carts uh go yep. doing some testing so just to kind of get an idea of how the track surface is and and probably where they're going to put barriers and and this and that as they're getting ready for uh for the wk race here at the end of the month that's awesome all right so let's let's jump into the meat of this one here because we've got a couple of track owners slash track presidents uh joining us here today so coming on board with us today we have dj ortiz who is the president of North Texas Carters in Denton, Texas. And we also have Sean Bela from the Motorsports Country Club of Cincinnati in Ohio. Uh, they'll have their own uh, MCC Pro-Am program as well. We'll get, get that rolling. But guys, thank you so much for joining us here on Face to Face. Thanks for having us. Thank you for having us. DJ, let's start with you guys because uh, we'll come back to Sean. We'll talk more about what he's planning to do because he really hasn't got rolling yet. Down in Texas, you guys have, have been rocking. And I know that before we talk about the event, and David preluded the, the fact that it was a huge event for you guys, great numbers, but you guys put in a ton of time in that off time. One of the things about, about uh, NTK is it is a member-owned organization or a track. So, you know, even when we were shut down because it was private, people were able to get out and practice. But you guys took that time to do a ton of work to the racetrack as well. Did you not add, you added a bunch of upgrades to the facility itself? Uh, yes, we did. We actually uh, put some Rhino Hide and on the track on part of it. We kind of ran out of time because it kind of rained and we couldn't get back on it. But also we did our pit extensions of 30 uh, pit spots Yeah, with gravel. And that is a continued uh, work in progress because of the rain. Of course, we got busy now, so we cannot stop racing uh, to do construction. We'd rather go racing. And That's do it, right? <laughs> yeah. So... Yes, it has been. We, we, we put a lot of uh, work since we got actually shut down in NOLA. Uh, and after that, driving back since that time, uh, I was thinking, how are we going to get back to racing? Because this yeah. was a serious matter, uh, not only to the racers, but to everyone around, public and all. And it affected all of us equally. Uh, so we were kind of sitting down thinking, what can we do? What can we do? What do we need to do? I started contacting the, the local, the state, uh, federal, CDC, uh, the Texas Department of Health and see how can we get out there. And they said, no, you cannot do this. You cannot do that. I contacted uh, Joe Janowski with the insurance company. He said, well, you know, you cannot do this. You cannot do that. But we tried to do this and always keep it in mind, regardless what you know, anyone opinions and said, you have to follow a certain amount of guidelines and keeping social distancing and wearing a mask and using uh, hand sanitizers. And one of the things is that, that I, uh, we thought about, you know, we cannot lock everyone out. You know, we're going to probably go stir crazy. Uh, we got a track. But one of the things that uh, we decided to do is uh, close it to the public. So since it's a memberly, you know, run track, only the members, no guests, you're allowed to get in the track. Yeah. And, of course, always following, you know, CDC guidelines. And that worked really well. At least it kept us out of going to uh, to get therapy somewhere. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. right. That's right. I don't doubt that was good. So and, and I heard as well, did you guys update your, your PA system as an announcer? That makes me happy. I heard that you requested it. So. <laughs> yes, no, it wasn't me. That's good, though. I, I love that. It's always good to have a good good PA system. But yeah, I know you guys extended your pit lane, which is great to add more people. And the cool factor is when you guys eventually did go racing, let's talk about the fact that you guys had a bunch of people there. And I'm sure they were all super happy to get back to the track. Well, we had uh, one of the biggest club races that we have had in a while. It's 84 drivers, and yeah. there's a few that missed the deadline. We tried to put the deadline in place because all the uh, plans and things that we need to put items to put in place logistically to get the track going and to get the race to to run it effectively. And the plan started way back from you know how we're we going to do this. People, of course, we don't want to uh, handshake and we don't want to be close to yeah. people keeping that six feet distance. So. We put a plan. We first we said, "How are we going to do this?" Like I mentioned before, we contacted, you know, the EMT, the hospitals, and and, and the, the local uh, authorities to kind of how are we going to 
how we're going to proceed with this. You there? Yep. Kind of lost you there for a minute. And um, we contacted the insurance company. You know, what What do we need to do? Uh, what ideas do they have? And, and the, uh, we put a, a committee together to kind of work on the registration aspect of things. And that is uh, uh, Elizabeth uh, Chapel, Lester, you know, Bob Shable and Jenny May I, and myself, you know, kind of work on it and see how can we do this. First, we thought about we're going to go ahead and remove everyone out of the truck once in or in, in the process. And I said, that's going to be chaotic. We cannot do that. Imagine everybody's already there sitting down. No, you got to walk out of the truck. So we have a little bit more of a, a kind of leniency from from the uh, from the insurance and taking into consideration the guidelines. Uh, the permits and you know paperwork, pit pass, you got to do it in this and you know, a minor's release and all that other stuff needed to be done. So they gave us the approval to go, uh, uh, allow us to do that. The uh, drivers, when they registered online, uh, the webmaster attached uh, the necessary form with the help of the uh, registration, uh, yeah. a membership person. What do we need to do and verify? Is this, does this person have a minor release and it doesn't have, and if he does, we need to have one there. It was a lot of work for the ladies. I have to say, I really huge thanks to all of them. We were able to kind of put it in place where you register attached to that email is the form where you can download, print it out and bring it in. And then you don't have to, we don't have to touch anything. Uh, the registration area has already a package with people, yeah. tire fuels, pit pass, the whole thing. Here you go. Give us that. We put it on the table. They were wearing gloves using hand sanitizers. Some of them were wearing masks because we're in the upper area. We couldn't do it in the gatehouse because yep. it's kind of small. You've been there. Yep. So we put a canopy outside. It was kind of hot. And uh, we we set it outside with a table and we were able to do that. And it was a huge success. That's awesome. I have to say. That's great. That's and great. Uh, yeah, it was, but it, but it was something that as a, as a team and as a team effort again, it was, we were able to get it done. And then, like I said, it was a, success, a, a huge success. We were so, able to get so, it done. So what does that now, uh, moving forward, obviously the you know restrictions are starting to, to, to loosen. Are you going to stay, stay with what you're doing right now for the next foreseeable couple of months? We have one more, one other race coming up this Saturday. And again, we have 84. 84 is a lucky number now. We got 84 last time and we got 84 now. That's good. <laughs> that is crazy. But is anyhow, uh, we're, we're going to see how things go. Okay. Uh, but as of right now, that's the way we're going to run the track. Mm -hmm. uh, then our next club race is three or four months, uh, three or four weeks from now. Yeah. You know, hopefully things will change. Maybe we can loosen up a few of the, of the uh, guidelines. Uh, of course, following the state and any local, uh, any uh, guidelines that we have to. We don't. We don't you know, the, the main thing here is to keep everyone safe, uh, and to keep the drivers safe and their families, and, and run it safely and and and, and efficiently, and do not put a hander into. How we run things while well, we got into the grid the grid flow was changed a little bit uh the drivers did an awesome job the spectators okay. mechanics did awesome race director did great mad wolf and uh it was rain uh, we didn't do awards because we didn't you know like you know our barn is yeah. like we're kind of closed up yeah. so we give you the medal later if you want one uh, but for the time being everyone was happy was taken on uh, we we had some restricted areas like you know scoring the tech barn the gatehouse and we limit the uh, capacity, uh, the maximum allow of individuals to the bathroom like three, mm -hmm. because we got you know two toilets, two urinals, two sinks, and so try yeah. to spread it. Yeah. Just try to follow you know the, as close as we can. I don't know if everyone did it, but I think they did. <laughs> I have to great. give them credit for that. Well, that's one of the things we've been pushing out here and talking to all the teams and, and talking to all the sh the uh, the tracks rather is the simple fact that uh, whatever tracks are open have to do a better job than they even say they're going to. We have to be the model. Now for a track yes. like now, Sean, we can go to you for a track like you now. Now that you're taking over at uh, at the Motorsports Country Club of Cincinnati, you have a series coming. Can you talk a little bit first about maybe how you've been able to draw on experiences of other other clubs and tracks when when dialing things in for yourself? Yeah, we've we've been always a little bit different since we're a private track in a yeah. sense we're members only. Now we we hope to be expanding that out to more public events and such, but. Yeah, we, we uh, May 1st, I guess we opened up and had, um, we did it by appointments. We did it on the, the Ohio State law had us at 10 maximum at any one time. So we tried to adhere to that. We set up um, four different time schedules and tried to just bring people in it in those lumps. We closed yeah. the gates um, and then, then uh, all the similar things to what DJ said. Um, we had hand sanitizers at all the doors. Uh, social distancing inside, and uh, it, it's worked out pretty well. The state 
continued that again on the two per or 10 person mandate. So we're continuing that probably through the till our first event here in uh, June 27th. So, uh, but we're going to start opening it up to more and more. And then hopefully we get some of the racers in to start testing for our first uh, Pro-Am karting championship race. What is, what is the current guidelines for Ohio right now in terms of having, having events like motorsports events? Um, really good question. I think we're pretty well under the radar, but I know a lot of the dirt tracks around have not allowed any spectators. Okay. Uh, Brush, Brushy Creek next door to us has allowed spectators now, and they're gonna they're gonna allow um, what like fifty percent capacity and do, okay. do social distancing. Uh, we just got word that Kings Island is opening the big amusement park here in Cincinnati. So I think we're pretty much in the clear for for starting to to really open up to to more than just 10 people. <laughs> you you got to think, think if they're going to open an amusement park, we can open a go-kart track. <laughs> yeah, you sure would. And we're a little bit under the radar, but we wanted to do it right. So we yeah. reached out to the health yeah. department and we didn't want to get shut down and, and mess things up. We, we were above board on everything we did as far as opening. And uh, it just seemed like the right thing to do. We pause our face-to-face -face broadcast for this quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network. Twenty-five years of experience, twenty-five years of success. Greg Bell and Leading Edge Motorsports are heading into their third decade in the sport with winning momentum and the best material possible. Last year's monumental victories at the Rock the Rio and Scusa Super Nationals have proven what the sport has long known. Greg Bell is one of the finest karting tuners, and he and his drivers can get the job done. Looking for a change in equipment? Get on board with Leading Edge Motorsports. Leading Edge is North America's factory team for Formula K and Praga karts, and the new 2020 models are in stock and ready for pickup or shipping to your garage. Do you want to win like Danny Formal did with Leading Edge in Las Vegas? Call Greg Bell today at 209-369-0921 to secure your place on the team. Leading Edge Motorsports will be trackside in 2020 at the Challenge of the Americas, Scusa Pro Tour and California Pro Kart Challenge, Rock Sonoma, and the KPX Karting Championship in NorCal. From Rock to Miami to Briggs, rely on Greg Bell and Leading Edge Motorsports to give you everything you need to step into the winner's circle. Check out leadingedgemotorsports.com to learn more. Fast, fair, and fun. The Margay Ignite Spec Karting Program offers you all of that at an affordable price. The all-new IgniteKarting.com page provides you with the information you need to fuel your passion for kart racing. Ignite Karting is a spec package that includes the Margay Racing Chassis with a Briggs & Stratton 206 engine package and the Hoosier R80 tire. An Ignite K2 is designed for ages 8 to 12, while the Ignite K3 is available for junior, senior, and master's drivers. The 2020 season has a handful of major events for Ignite Karting, the historic Quincy Grand Prix is set for June 13th and 14th, racing through the city's famed South Park. The USAC Karting Battle at the Brickyard on July 14th, 15th, 16th is held inside the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, where you have a chance to take a lap around the famed 2.5-mile oval and the special Yard of Bricks. All information on events throughout the country and Ignite Kart packages, including dealers in your area, are available at IgniteKarting.com. Head there now to register for the upcoming Scusa Winter Series event on February 7th, 8th, and 9th at AMR Motorplex in Homestead, Florida. Arrive and drive packages are still available. So get off the couch and onto the track this year. Ignite Karting. Fuel your passion. Top level production with a focus on a single form of motorsports. Karting. This is MG Tires. MG Tires USA, underneath the Vantage Karting Group banner, is the official distributor of the MG Tires brand for the United States. MG Tires are the official spec tire in the United States Pro Kart Series, Route 66 Sprint Series, Sunshine State Karting Challenge, and countless clubs across the country. No matter your compound preference, MG Tires USA has you covered. The 2020 season brings a new homologation period, featuring new names for the same superior products. Whether it's the medium SH Red, the soft SM Yellow, 
the Super Soft Green SS, or the Intermediate White IZ, MG Tires USA has your winning set of rubber in stock. Indoor and outdoor rental facilities can now trust MG Tires with their solution for long-lasting and the best performance, with three different compounds available through the RL line. For more info about MG Tires USA and its extensive list of dealers near you, check out their website at mgtiresusa.com. MG Tires, for the drivers. Welcome back to Face to Face on the EKN Radio Network. Let's talk about MCC because just like uh, over at NTK where they were, they've been kind of working on the track. You guys have been doing a ton to the racetrack at the start of the year. You've got some pretty big plans for the future as well. Uh, it looks like things are going to be pretty exciting for karting in Cincinnati. Uh, it is. It's crazy. Uh, we closed on the place two weeks ago and whatever time of the the universe to be buying a go-kart track. Yeah, I, right. yeah. I, I hear uh, real estate properties are really big right now. Uh, yeah. That's always um, oil. One, one positive thing with this, you know, we did close. We, we were in the process of doing all the work. We're kind of nuts. We, we started all the construction just because we wanted to take advantage of these two months of getting yep. everything done and out of the way. Um, the track is dramatically different uh, or not the track, but the facility um, all the fencing and barriers and everything needed to be done to actually host an event was just incredible. Um, you know, they, they, I think they more want to contain the people than the carts. Uh, so we got most of that done. We have a, we have 180, 10 by 40 parking spots. Now we're, we want to get, um, concrete runners in for that, but we're kind of making sure that the whole flow goes. So right now it's just a stone lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll, the, the lot will be um, very similar to the way Newcastle does with the concrete runners yep. and then the stone in between. Uh, some of the tracks you go to that are all pavement, yeah, it's nice, but really it's a pain in the butt for setting up, you know, the awnings and such. Sure uh, enough, yeah. So we yep. like to have the stakes. And then um, we're, we're putting in a UTV park or a side-by-side track next door. So that's under construction. We went from about 30, 30 indoor or total seating to 180. So we're going to wow. be able to host a lot more of our corporate <laughs> events. And uh, we built a, a flagging scoring stand in PA uh, area that you guys will have nice air conditioned. Stand. I like that. <laughs> I, we'll take it. I, I've, I've seen some posts where you've uh, complained that you're under a tent and no air conditioning. So. That's t- typically in Texas, isn't it? So right. have- oh, yeah. Out of the Amarillo, Texas, 104 <laughs> degrees. That was a warm one. Yeah, I tell you, it did turn right into August, so it's like 90 degrees here and about 100% humidity. It's miserable out right now. So, so hey, Sean, let's give an overview. So, obviously, you you, know, you and your family have, have, with an investor, have taken over the racetrack. It's yours now, which is it's just tremendous to have that happen. You've talked about still a member track. We've talked about opening it up to have uh, potential you know, the public to come in for your Pro-Am series. There was the existing track. Then you guys are you guys are putting another second track in plus the UTV track. Um, we want to extend the track. The, the track okay. about a forty-two second track right now with the tag, which is not terrible. It gears about the same as Newcastle, maybe a tooth uh, taller. Uh, it's pretty fast, but very technical. But we're we've designed a, uh, an extension to the track that then interior wise of it could have a rental facility going all the time with yeah. an outer loop that. That makes the track more around that mile mark, which seems to be uh, the kind of the popular size track to attract like the Scusa Pro Tour or something like that to us. So that'd be the eventual goal is to host um, some very big events along with uh, our, our own MCC Challenge or yeah. Championship. And let's talk about let's talk about the Pro-Am Challenge. If I'm not mistaken, you were set to go in April. Uh, then you had a, a, a May date as well. April 18th and May 16th were your first two dates that you had scheduled, of course. Those were either postponed and or canceled, depending on how you guys want to approach it. June 27 is what you're looking at getting started with. And then after that, talk a little bit about the class structure. What's the focus uh, for this, this pro-am? Yeah, I'm going to blame it all on the COVID thing of, of doing those, missing those two races. But yeah. thank God we had them because there's just a ton of work. And like DJ was saying, the rain's just been incredible. Uh, it's just, it's, it's so hard to get any kind of dirt work done with when you're working in mud. So yeah. you basically, as soon as it starts to dry out, it rains again and you're just kind of at the mercy of that. But 
Um, we're yeah, we're super excited about our our MCC um, series, the Pro Am Karting Championship. Um, we are modeling it after um, well before all this haywire of all these different splits and series and stuff. It reminds me of IRL and IndyCar <laughs> back in the day. Uh, yep. But we're modeling everything right now on our four race remaining schedule with um, all the IAMI class structures, and then we're going to add um, we're going to add the Ignite Senior and Masters category. So Keith Freeber's doing an awesome job with that. We bought into it. I was an X Factory driver for Margay, so I really like the product. They're yeah. they're going like gangbusters right now. We've sold probably six or eight of those. Wow, ready. Um, so we're going to do that. Um, we're, we really want it to be a stepping stone between like the OVK series here in, in G and J Cartway and, and, um, you know, have a, uh, the atmosphere of, a of a pro race, but less intimidating. I'm really big into having strict tech. Uh, I want to have a, a really good tech structure. We're going to use some of the Scusa guys for tech. Um, I believe Alex Coates is going to be our, our race director. So okay. excited about that. Um, so really, we just want to give uh, racers a feel of what it's like to go national racing, but then still have the the family atmosphere and do a cookout at the end of the night. It's going to be a Saturday show, so the rest of the weekend's open to to go mow the lawn or hit the links or you know whatever. So yeah. um, we keep things flowing on that day. I think uh, Eric Jones has had pretty good success on racing on on uh, Saturdays, so yeah. we're, we're going to follow that. We're not going to allow any testing on Friday. You can come in and park but we don't want to have people forced to want to come in and have to test. It seems like it just extends the weekends. Yeah, I hear you saying. Now, you have the racetrack, but you also have, of course, Trinity Karting Group, Team TKG. It, it had to feel good to finally be able to load that trailer up and roll up to the event at Newcastle, bringing 15 or so of your uh, of your clients out and finally getting back to the racetrack. We did. We had 15 carts. Uh, we did good, too. That's all always exciting thing. Evagor, <laughs> Papa Savas, uh Put a whooping to him in the mini class so it was good beating the grim boy and uh, <laughs> so, uh that was good and then finn and gavin were both competing for the for the win and the lead we kind of missed it a little bit on the on the pressures but we got a great great team um we try and run you know like i said a family atmosphere it's not always about winning it's treat you know teaching these young kids what to do in life and in racing as well but you know the competitive side of me wants to win we want to <laughs> we want to be contending with the Norbergs and stuff. We got some exciting stuff happening that uh, we got a, a driver coming on that'll help support Finn. And then uh, Gavin's going to be running the, the pro shifter category. And biggest thing is he needs a teammate. So we go to these pro races and they've been kind of by themselves with no data. And yeah. so having, having a couple teammates is going to help, but we're excited but we about being a, you know, a track owner now and doing that. I'm going to have to kind of pull myself out of the, during these um, MCC races, pull myself out of being a team owner and a track owner. Yeah. I'm gonna or a race promoter. I'm gonna kind of just sit back and watch all the people work and be there to assist everyone. <laughs> Where do you see uh, Team TKG going? What's what's the schedule for you guys? You think in terms of going to uh, to events away from MCC? Uh, we're supporting the USPKS series for sure. Um, we wanted, you know, the Star Series uh, had a fairly successful race we just don't know where they're going next uh they are racing at the end of the series season with us mm -hmm. i think uh <laughs> and then uh we're going to try and do the the that two-week craziness in in august uh yep. battle of the brickyard for sure that's a must do for everyone oh yeah and uh we'll see the way the rest of the schedule pans out and we're kind of just waiting to see what everyone else does so we know what to do but we were going to go support that Rotax Grand National race, but I don't know when the date is going to be now since since they postponed. Um, the the Rotax series is looking really attractive for 2021, and we may do something here with them at the track as well as our IAMI program. I think there's enough room to to have, you know, competing engine builders at one facility. Yeah, so, I think so, so. That's kind of kind of our plan next. We're going to be expanding our rental fleet so we can. Um, you know, open the place up a little more to the public. We have a couple big fundraisers that we do for the Boy Scouts in the Southwest Ohio Police Organizations. They're a ton of fun. So we hope to to have those big events back. But every it seems like everyone's starting to get the bug to go racing again. And, to, you know, the corporate event funds are starting to, to open up. And so we hope to make a success here and just continue to expand the facility. 
Now, what about, uh, I'll ask both of you guys this question. What about getting the helmet back on yourself? You were talking all about it, Sean, that you were going to go racing again, maybe in some X30 Masters, or are we going to see you? Are, are you going to run Brickyard? Battle the Brickyard, yeah. Battle the Brickyard. Brickyard. Margay Ignite? Hashtag beat Sean uh, Bailey. I'm, you know, I've, I've trimmed about 25 pounds off since Daytona, so I'm, I potentially could, but. I have not. I am too busy. <laughs> You're too busy? Uh, I'm too busy to do it. I, you know, I drive a lot here at the club, you know, jumping in and yep. checking carts out and, and doing that. I don't know. I get too darn serious when I, when I drive and <laughs> I don't think anyone would like me anymore under the tent. That's right. It's just, oh, Sean's such a nice guy. Well, what happened? <laughs> well, I took him out and we got in a fight. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I told my kids I'd probably start racing at 70 again when they have grandkids and, there you go. you know, yeah. Be that, be that old guy in the paddock that's that's quick, but I love I'm, get, I'm still getting the bug. I I don't know. It's so hard <laughs> on the ribs anymore. I used to be made out of rubber and then battle the brickyard. It's simple, easy. We jump in. Look at me and Rob. Like we we don't work out. No. I mean yeah. we don't lose weight. It, it's it's a perfect example. I tell you though, Jordan Musser needs some competition. Oh man, Whoa, is he ever- wow. That, that, that you said it. That so. He's a rock star, though. Come on, let's oh, be real. Good. He is good. He is good. For he's sure. a legend, man, in our sport. No doubt about that. That's, that's yeah. setting the bar up there. That's setting the bar pretty yeah. high. You got. If you're gonna do it, you got to go big, don't you? That's it. I keep me. I keep mine down low with Rob. You know, yeah. it's only it's only Rob Howden. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me. I'll be 50 here in the end of the month, June 24th. So I might, I might play. I, I banged around on that 175 of Gavin's and. Man, that's a fun, fun little package for sure. I can't even think about driving that. It would, I would, it would break me in half. <laughs> oh no! It's I jumped in. We were having a lot of that bucking throttle position stuff, and I jumped in it just see what it did, and it really helped getting back in it because you know some of these younger guys they don't know, you know they they don't know what they don't know, and yeah, you know from the years of driving cars and developing them and stuff, you can kind of jump in and do. It. I'm just glad I could fit the seats. Still, but, <laughs> Good for you. But, yeah. Hey DJ, what about you? Are you? I know you. You. I've called a lot of your races over the years. Are you going to be, are you well, going to be driving uh, anything this year? Actually, I raced uh, last weekend two classes and won both. Yes, you won both. Yeah. What, did, yeah, what did you race? Uh, what class? 206 Heavy and Tax Senior. Damn. Uh, and my ribs are great. <laughs> <laughs> but, you, but, yeah, but you race a lot. You're, you're, you know, you've I do, yourself. I do. You're yeah, I do. Uh, when I'm, whenever I'm, well, now since, you know, we're back on track, uh, I'm putting two or 300 laps a week. Wow. So, nice. On both engines, yeah. Oh, how old are you? 56. Woo-hoo! I got five yeah, more so. years. Do you wear a yep. rib protector? Yes, I do. Do you? Okay. When I forget, I do one lap and I come back in and put it in. All <laughs> <laughs> right. Because I'm better when I don't wear a rib protector. I, I don't wear I one. Can't. I don't normally wear one. Uh, I, I just don't 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 want to risk it anymore. Yeah, but I, was, I, don't, uh, I only don't wear it because if I have to wear it, I have to fit in a big, fat, fat seat. Okay. <laughs> I can run a large seat without... <laughs> Well, I, I I think to be honest, for two oh six racing, you could kind of get away with it. Um, you know, Unless I, you get hit. What if you get hit? You're still gonna hurt. That's, well, that's different. I'm talking just driving it without. Dave is too far hit. back. He never gets hit, anyways. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> He's never around anybody. Whatever. Yeah, the plan is to uh, run two oh six heavy, possibly uh, the uh, TSRS. Yeah. With uh, Brittany and uh, race uh, X30 X30 uh, Supermasters on the Pro Tour. So in uh, when is that August? No, yeah, yeah, August. Yeah, a couple of weekends in August. We're thinking about going. Yeah, we're thinking about going to the. Yeah. Okay, keep going. We're thinking about going to the break breakyard as well, but that is like we have so many uh, races in a row back to back weekends. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what the wife says. (laughs) That's right. Brickyard's a pretty amazing event for sure. And then of course we do all those races, and then the Indianapolis 500. Hopefully. Yep. We'll see. Yep. Well, guys, uh, I'm waiting for some questions coming in from our guests. Nobody's uh, asked any questions for sure. Uh, anything else you guys want to take the opportunity to say here before we wrap things up? Which no, I'm I'm just thankful for you guys and all the promotion you do for karting. I couldn't imagine what it'd be without you guys doing. It'd be pretty pretty boring, and uh, <laughs> yeah. it's it's really nice to have you guys doing all this during all this COVID and what you did for for the support racing or support. Yeah. Karting. Hashtag support yeah. karting has been great. Yeah. It was nice seeing that little deduction on our, uh, on our bill. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So I can't thank you guys enough for that and can't wait to see you guys at a racetrack. Hopefully we can get you up in the, uh, 
the new uh, timing scoring flag stand we got. I like we'll that idea. We'll be sending a lot of pictures your way here, so we'd like love to start sharing some of that yeah. now that we're officially owner and uh, can can start promoting that stuff. We pause our face-to-face broadcast for this quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network. Acceleration Kart Racing is your first and only stop on the internet for carts, parts, and safety gear to get you on the track. ShopAKRA.com offers a great selection of karting equipment on a user-friendly website. Acceleration Kart Racing has aligned itself with many of the top manufacturers and distributors in the sport to ensure that all the latest equipment is available to you, the consumer. With customer support available six days a week, you can be confident about getting the right parts at the right price. Be sure to visit shopakr.com today or stop by their headquarters in Las Vegas. Also, follow them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the latest specials, clearance items, and new products. Feel like you're racing alongside the many legends that have called CRG home. With direct factory support, the CRG Nordam operation is the North American distributor for all CRG products related to karting and is based just outside Houston, Texas. The complete racing chassis line, including the famous Road Rebel shifter cart, is available through CRG Nordam. The growing FS4 Briggs & Stratton focused chassis is expanding worldwide, including right here in North America. Many tracks, indoor and outdoor, have made the switch to the Centurion rental cart line through CRG. New for the 2020 season is the Mini Hero for cadet racing, homologated for FIA competitions around the world. Head over to kartcrg.com or find them on all social media networks. Technology, design, and manufacturing. These components are what make Kart Republic a world champion. The Kart Republic chassis has earned two FIA World Karting Championships. Here in the U.S., the brand has earned multiple victories and championships in senior, junior, and cadet competition. Kartsport North America is the country's importer and distributor for Dino Chiesa's Kart Republic chassis, and as a leader in American karting, they are focused on providing stability for the sport and quality products and service for the community. Whether you'd like to find the Kart Republic dealer closer to you or schedule an arrive-and-drive package with its official North American race team, contact Kartsport North America through their official website, kartsportna.com. We are Republic. We are one. Welcome back to Face to Face on the EKN Radio Network. I love it. Hey, and and a, a shout out to everybody that did buy the hashtag support carding t-shirts. Now all that money, as I said, went back to our, uh, our partners at e-carding. So we really, really appreciate that. Uh, DJ, anything for you guys from, from Texas? Well, we want to uh, thank you guys for always keeping us informed across the country. Um, we have uh, follow you. I'm a big follower, a big fan of you guys. Uh, I want to thank you for what you guys do. No, we appreciate that, man. David, any other final words from you, my friend? I kind of, I kind of, well, since we got time talk to Sean a little bit. You went to the Stars uh, event kind of because social media was kind of extinct for that weekend. Uh, Newcastle kind of implemented that. Uh, I heard you got into uh, called in the principal's office for a a video you might have taken. But uh, kind of talk about kind of how the the overall the event went and kind of the social distancing aspect of it as well, too. Uh, really, the feel wasn't, you know, a whole lot different that way. Just at the main gates, you know, they, they were doing some stuff at the, you know, you couldn't go inside the building. Um, you know, they had its growing pains for sure, um, but it was well run. They they did a few things that, that were interesting as far as the start box, the commitment box. I'm, I wasn't super big fan of that, but it was in, in generally it was really good. I think they had, I counted about 104 entries over there. Um so it, yeah, it was it was good. Joe, Joe, did, you know, runs a pretty tight ship for sure. Um, the tech was there. There were some growing pains with that, but with any new series, you're going to have that. I I hope he can get it together and, and get it sort you know to where it survives for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
But, you know, some of these sanctioning bodies, I, I you know, I'm going to jump on the soapbox here. I think we have too many of them for sure. And, um, you know, I'd love to see a national touring series that split up, you know, over the 12 months and do like a six race schedule where you're you're racing every other month because it's just hard on the wallet to everything seems compressed and into just two or three months in the, the summer and it, it, yeah. it it's really tough on teams but they did a good job yeah i did get called in the office i tried to close off the tent and do that incognito uh <laughs> post and then i get i get seeing otk shared it and then you shared it and then they, they both put newcastle on it and then sure enough i get the phone call come to the come to the office please and it's like uh-oh here we go uh-oh. i love it all right guys uh, I'm not done yet. Yeah, give me some time. Uh, DJ, what's, um, what has been kind of the momentum at the club there? Um, has it been kind of focused more at Briggs, or is it kind of moving, shifting towards KA? What's kind of the overall, like, class atmosphere there? We, uh, I have to say the uh, both of them have been incredibly, you know, a lot of numbers on both. The 206, like you all know, you all have raced it. It's just a very... Uh, I say competitive. When I first saw the 206, uh, I was racing Rotax, DD2, the whole thing, quite a bit faster than that. I said, oh, I'm not going to race that lawnmower and so on. But he has, have to say, I honestly have to say, he has been one of the, the funnest things that I've ever done in coding. Because in the other classes, you're going, okay, the speed is uh, a little faster on the other ones. So you might can get away a little bit quicker. Or maybe you have a, two or three guys. But here you have. 10, 15 guys going for the same hole for the same spot. And sometimes you get a little bit greedy and you go in there, outbreaks on one. And the next thing you know, you five spots back. And it's just not only that, if if you make a mistake, you can see it on your lap times. It's not like you can just drop a gear, shift a gear, or just drop the hammer and get out of the hole. No, here it takes you a little bit and you see it. And in the 206, like you'll know, two or three seconds, two or three tens is huge on the track. And because of that, it's, it's just the 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 growing and the and the uh, the maintenance aspect of it, and the not only that, the the price is, is somewhat on the on a very affordable level, especially during these days. We have increased in every class. Probably we had anywhere from six to seven. Like we have big classes. We're talking sixteens in the juniors, 10, 12, 16 on the junior ones, so the cadets and the senior close to twenty, the heavy close to ten. And uh, the classes is coming along is going to be the KA, the K juniors and the K seniors are, you know, they took kind of like in a way, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this or not, but they took this part of the Yamaha. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? We, I mean, that's, I think everyone knows that the Yamaha kind of went away or is still maybe running some areas, but the KA, I think is maybe easier, a little bit faster, a little bit cooler. You got your own started, you know, the enhanced started and people are kind of uh, attracted to those things. And as a result, that has been the two biggest engine packages in classes. Like I said, we had 84 guys, and I'm just talking drivers. Many of them ran multiple classes. So we probably hit close to 100 participants, 100 entries in different classes. But those two engines were the most successful one and affordable, too. Mm -hmm. That's all I had, Rob. That's all you got, DC? Yeah, that's it. What about you, Sean? When we're talking KA and that kind of new 100cc program, you, you, you see that being something big at MCC? Oh yeah, for sure. I think of the 15 carts, we had seven of them were KA. So okay, oh, okay, yeah, your program. It, yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely growing for sure. Um, you know, it's I'm I'm thankful that the Yamaha's dying. To me, those were one of the most expensive engines to run just because the clutch alone, yeah. uh, the clutch maintenance was incredible. And the yeah, back in the day, the pipes that was the pipe of the pipe of the day, uh, pipe uh, pipe of the week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I just saw that RLV put out a a, a letter saying that they're not going to be making any more you know custom pipes. So the Yamaha. I got like seven in my garage. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, it- it's but, it's ironic you guys talk about that because road racing right now the laydown class the Yamaha pipe is the actual biggest class that they have going at Mid Ohio uh, in two weeks with I think they're going to have up to thirty guys in that yeah. category. So I'm not, Yamaha. To really, take my four motors over there and try and sell them. That's that's the perfect yeah. place to go. So uh, yeah, got for sale too. <laughs> yeah, that, but the K100 it's pretty neat. It's you know the K. 
K and the, the VLR, they look like Frankenstein, you know, they're big motors and our, our guys complain about their elbows hitting them, but you don't have yep. the radiate, you know, you don't have the radiator that you got to worry about. And it's, you know, the clutch lasts forever. The tires are this new MG red is a pretty good tire. So yeah. at least that's what we run. So, yeah, it's definitely, yeah. And, you know, they're pretty affordable to run. I, we just tore one down that had almost 30 hours on it and it could have probably won another 30. Uh, so really? that, that's pretty encouraging. Uh, yeah, most definitely. So, so, yeah, and the 206 is pretty neat. We're excited about the Ignite thing. Uh, DJ's right about the driving and in that in them. It's, it, they're pretty neat. Well, and, and again, that's where that KA fits in, right? Because the, so many people are so excited about doing the 206. If they're looking for more speed, they don't have to jump to an X30 or a Rock, whatever it may be. They can get that middle line. I, I've had a chance to drive one of the 100 cc's. And I love it. It was so much. It, it gave you that bottom end hit coming out of the corner still. It's still a great ride, but it's not that ferocity of trying to run an X30 or, or something like that. Yeah, a few of yeah. our Masters guys even said that they this past weekend. One was running both classes, and he said, you know, this this K is pretty nice. It doesn't quite beat me yeah. up as bad. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Initially, is a good step uh, uh, forward to go from the 206. We have had probably maybe 11, 12 drivers in my, in my team. And probably two or three of them have gone to the KA and they find it. They want a little bit more speed. They're, they're younger and they want to go a little faster. They don't want to go into the big money of the, I don't know, KA, I mean, like X30 or Shift or anything like that. So they move a little bit faster and they have found it being very enjoyable because of the spec aspect of, of the engine. It's not like you well, can go in there and file this and, and, another and, and thing. do all that stuff. So they have found it very affordable and, and easy to drive as well. It's not it's these don't kill your ribs as bad as the other ones do. Yeah. And it's really nice for, for people getting into it because we found mm -hmm. that worn out Tony carts are the fastest thing or one of the fastest things for a 206. So. <laughs> yeah, that's it. They are. That's right. Uh, hey, I know, another thing that's really good for, just to add, to kind of put the cap on it, it's also, I think, and we don't talk a lot about it, but it, I think it's a really, the KA or the VLR, are very valuable for the drivers coming in a mini who maybe don't want to go right to a, an X30 or a, you know, a rock. They can, yes. they can have that, that little slower package, right? Yeah. That's a big step coming from a mini. Cause yeah. like here at MCC, that's almost a, that's darn near a eight second jump. A lap. Is it really? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's a ton of speed to put on the kid where the mini is about a, a four and a half second jump for, yeah. from mm -hmm. the mini to the KA. The KA. Yep. Well, guys, listen, I appreciate you joining us here on Face to Face. Great to talk to you guys about uh, DJ, about what's going on in Texas. Of course, a lot of super exciting stuff happening with Sean, you guys at MCC. Uh, that program, that that track, I, it's here's, here's this track that was kind of this like little secret that nobody knew about. And all of a sudden, it's going to be this amazing track in Cincinnati. I think it's going to be huge for the sport. Yeah, we're, we're, we want to do it right. So we, we hope that's the case. Well, anything that comes out of a bailiff uh, program is always done right. We know how first class you do everything you do. Thank, thank you. you for joining us, DJ. Thank you for joining us. Well, I always love getting down thank to Denton, man. Great, DJ, great people I'll down there. I've always your, had some fun. What's that? I, I was going to tell DJ I'll I'll stop by over at the the Summer Nats and say hello. There you go. Please do. That's All what right, we're doing. Here. We're connecting the sport here. <laughs> That's right. Amen. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate it. Yep. Thank, thank you. you. See you back soon. Take care. That's well, David, uh, a couple of great guys there. And again, really excited about the the whole Motorsports Country Club of Cincinnati and what they're doing with their series and 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 then developing the track, making the track a bit bigger. And then, of course, I always love going down to Denton, Texas. Uh, I've had a chance to announce a lot of races there and just great people there at that, at that particular track. Yeah, I think you can look at both uh, both facilities. Looking at the, uh, the, the pandemic we've gone through, it was kind of in a positive atmosphere. They were able to take it and move it to a positive where they're, they're doing uh, facility upgrades, yep. you know, obviously bail with bailiff being taking over the facility, there was a lot to do there. Uh, but you know, with the, the NTK track, you know, obviously you always want to keep upgrading and, and doing little things here and there to, to make it uh, welcoming for not only members, but uh, for visitors who, uh, who come to the facility. So that's the great thing about, I think over the last 12 weeks is, is people taking this time and using it as a positive, uh area to uh to do good things so yeah. that's you know again that's that's kind of what the focus has been on it's really turning this into, into an opportunity right as opposed mm -hmm. to being a shutdown it's more of an opportunity right 84 drivers coming out to run at uh to run at ntk getting back to club racing and how we've been talking about this since we started our operation grassroots program about how important it is to support 
club racing. And to be honest, without the bottom of the pyramid, without club racing right now, we would have no karting. Because if it was just regional and national, everybody would be dying. Nobody would be able to pay their mortgages or, or rent or whatever it may be. The club, we always talk about the foundation of the sport being so important. And it really has been crucial here uh, as we kind of come out, come out of this COVID-19 pandemic. And one aspect is the fact that maybe people who only do rental carts is looking at getting into competitive carting because right now they can't do any rental carts uh, at it. certain states and certain facilities. So, uh, you know, so that's the other aspect of it as well. But yeah, it as we said from the beginning, club races were club tracks were going to uh, to kind of reap the benefit of of our pan, the pandemic we were in, and and now we're starting to see that. Uh, and then as we go into July, that's when things will start to open up more for uh, for regional and national events. So, uh, you know, now is the time for clubs to kind of take advantage of this and and get people to the racetrack. I agree. All right, guys, we are done here with this edition of Face to Face. Big thank you to Sean and DJ for joining us. Kind of give you some more information on what's going on both in Ohio and, of course, down in Texas as well. Great job of the guys at NTK for putting their program together, doing exactly what we wanted, right? Doing Going up above and beyond what was supposed to be done with CDC and, and with their state health, health boards. Uh, that's the way this stuff needed to happen. So I love seeing it. Hopefully we'll see more people racing in Texas and around the country. More tracks coming up. Make sure that you uh, have a look at the article that David keeps updating on eCardingNews.com. We'll have a couple more of these face-to-faces again next week as we now roll into the weekend. It's Friday. Time to shut down. 2.45 on a, on a Friday. We need to take a break, for God's sakes. IndyCar getting going this weekend as well. I'm excited to watch that and listen to the guys from IndyCar Radio for that. If you haven't got your, uh, your support carding T-shirt yet, Dave's wearing it right there. Uh, eCardingNews.com slash store. All the proceeds going to... Uh, the EKN partners in the industry uh, on Tuesday in the first in the show we do on Tuesday, we'll draw a name out of a hat and someone's going to win a prize package uh, who has bought and, and posted to social media. So we'll do that for sure on Tuesday. Otherwise, David, we're done for the weekend. Uh, thanks for all the hard work you've been putting in, man. You've been busting your butt getting content out. That's for sure. Yeah. That's uh, let's enjoy the weekend. Maybe hit, uh, hit the links a little bit, do uh, maybe it. a beach here or there. Well, I'm, gonna, I'm hopefully getting to Hamilton and doing some laps in a Burrell cart, maybe a uh, Charles Leclerc. We'll see. I need to drive something, hopefully this coming weekend in Hamilton. You need okay. to start testing for October, yeah. I do. I got to start practicing, man, because I got to kick someone's ass. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for joining us again here on eCardingNews.com. We appreciate it. Take care of yourself. Take care of your family. Take care of everybody, folks. Thanks for joining us. Book it. Okay.